At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My guys of the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's a going on, everybody? Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bon and Tony hanging out with you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Got a great hour set up for you here. Julian Edlow, DraftKings betting analyst and uh, content specialist, will join us a little bit later, talk through some NFL futures odds we've got going on. Josh Towers, former big league pitcher in studio at the end of the hour for a nine-game slate coming up this evening. Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maiulo, as always, in their Monday spot over at the South Point at our Beeson studio will stop by as well so that we can find out what's been going on behind the counter. And, of course, the biggest news of all... The Stanley Cup final is over, which has me very, very emotional, but the cup is in new hands for the Colorado Avalanche, which is where we will start today's news and notes in our top five stories. We'll talk plenty NHL here in this segment, but after three straight second round heartbreaking postseason exits for the Colorado Avalanche, they have dethroned the Tampa Bay Lightning in six games. Final score last night, two to one. They were a wire to wire favorite on the futures board. The Avs just shut the door yesterday, cashing as a minus 110 short road favorite. The total stayed under for third straight game after there were three straight overs to start the set. And despite starting this game down 1-0, Colorado came back. They would not be denied in the third period. They improved their record to 48-2-3 when leading after two periods between the regular season and postseason. Defense was suffocating late, allowed just four shots on goal in the final frame. None in the first 10-plus minutes of the period. Kale McCarr, your Smythe winner, cashing as the favorite and a unanimous decision. The youngest defenseman in 52 years to win it. He was a $6 favorite going into the game and could be found as high as 18 to 1, which leads me to next year's odds in number two because you know odds makers. As soon as 
things were over. These odds dropped, and they are the favorites yet again to repeat at 4-1. to one. Colorado, 72 wins between the regular season and playoffs this year, tied for the most by any team in a single season in NHL history, and they're going to try to run it back. The Avs, Leaves, and Lightning, the only teams there with single-digit prices going into next year, but a number of teams with reasonably good chances. The NHL draft, by the way, coming up next Thursday, July 7th, and the start of the free agency frenzy beginning July 13th, so we'll shed a little bit more light on that odds board when that time comes. Poor Corey Perry, by the way. Three straight Stanley Cup final appearances on three different teams, three straight losses. Unbelievable. Brutal. Uh, number three here, Xander Shoffley holds on to win the Travelers Championship yesterday with a three-stroke swing on the final hole. Cash's 20-1 pre-tournament bets. A stroke ahead entering the day. Shoffley finished with two under 68 in the final round, 19 under for the tournament at TPC River Highlands to beat rookie Sahith Fagala, who double bogeyed late and JT Post in both by two strokes. It's his first time successfully finishing a 54-hole lead with a win. Previously, had been 0-4 in those instances. It's his sixth PGA Tour win. Next up on the tour schedule, the John Deere Classic. Shoffley is not in the field, but Adam Hadwin and Webb Simpson, your two favorites atop the odds board at 10 to 1 and 12 to 1, respectively, after Daniel Berger withdrew this morning. Number four, Ole Miss swept Oklahoma to win the program's first Collegiate World Series title on Sunday. So the last team to get into the field of 64 is also the last time team standing. The Rebels were down a run in the eighth inning of game two before scoring twice on wild pitches in a three-run eighth inning to beat the Sooners 4-2, cashing as minus 125 favorite. They were plus 250 pre-final to get the sweep. And this was truly just a College World Series of the Cinderella's with many of the betting favorites, including top overall seed Tennessee not even making it to Omaha for context. Ole Miss was a regional three seed, which if you compare it to March Madness, would be like a nine seed or lower going on to win the whole thing. It's really incredible what they did here. They were as high as 65 to one odds when they were down in SEC play before the tournament. And last one here, number five, Kyrie Irving received permission from the Brooklyn Nets to seek out sign and trade deals with other teams. But according to Woj, the Lakers are currently the only team interested right now. And the Nets have no interest in taking back the available Lakers packages as of now. Irving has till Wednesday to make a decision on exercising his $36.5 million option on next season. His current uncertainty also leaves the franchise vulnerable to possible Kevin Durant trade requests, but that's yet to materialize. Since KD and Kyrie signed with the Nets almost three years ago, they have one playoff series win and seven total playoff victories. Brooklyn's 8-1 on the odds board for next year's title. Kevin Durant 12-1 and Kyrie 90-1 in the MVP market. So that does it for top five. I want to talk more hockey, though, here, uh, as I'm sure was expected by all of you listening if you listen to the show frequently. Congrats again to the Colorado Avalanche, though, for winning their first Stanley Cup in 21 years. I remember so vividly when I was a member of the Vegas Golden Knights broadcast team a year ago um, that after that second round exit, all of the faces, specifically Nathan McKinnon comes to mind, just how drained mentally, physically, emotionally they were for losing in the postseason as early as they did yet again. It just felt like they were they were consistently the best team in the league, but they weren't able to get over the hump. And this year, they finally did it. The best team so rarely wins. And now they've accomplished this feat. Um, and, and McKinnon specifically to score a goal and have an assist and a 2-1 win to close it out and then get to raise the cup over your head. Really special. So with that... Win secured, although, by the way, the, the cup itself is going to need some off-season surgery. If you didn't see the video of 
it getting dented the way that it did ahead of the team cup photo. I highly recommend you go look up that video. But just like odds makers are looking ahead to next season, we are too. A few of the top storylines looking ahead to the 2022-23 season. And well, you have to start where it ended with the Colorado Avalanche. And can they do it again? They are the favorite four to one odds. In a word, yes, I'm sure as hell not going to bet it at four to one. But Tampa showed us the last couple of seasons it's very possible to go and repeat. And and now that the abs have gotten over the hump, it's up to them what happens next. Is this win going to be something that's catapulting them in the future to be more dangerous, to get even more hungry to get there again? Or do you get fat and happy and get a little bit complacent that you won? I don't see that happening just because of a number of reasons. But Jared Bednar, as their head coach, is a winner now at every level. That team respects him like crazy. Nathan McKinnon, still only 26. Kale McCarr, this is just the beginning for him. There are some big names uh, as we approach free agency that are going to be on the block here. Nazem Kadri, Andre Burakovsky, Val Nichushkin. So see what happens there. But I just like the way this team is built. And there's no reason to believe they couldn't be a power like they have been the last few years in the regular season continue to dominate in the postseason like they did this year. They swept two teams, including the Edmonton Oilers. Really incredible, which also brings to the other side, the losing side, and the Tampa Bay Lightning, who had won back-to-back Stanley Cups, and it appeared to tire out here in the postseason. What's next for Tampa? Can they get back to the mountaintop and reload, or was this the end? I don't think this is the end of the dynasty. Steven Stamkos said after the game, who said we're done? Um, Everyone talks about the last two seasons, But in the past eight years, the Lightning have been to six conference finals. They've advanced to the Stanley Cup four times and, yes, won those two titles. This postseason, without Braden Point, one of their best, if not their best players, still went as far as they did here. Um, There are a handful of free agents and top guys who are getting older, but their core is going to be under contract again next year. John Cooper, another coach who's one of the best to do it on the bench. And and I think that another deep run is certainly possible for them. Nine to one odds. From an odds perspective, I'm significantly less interested in betting it at that number, but I could very well see them making another deep run if they can stay healthy because you know that the desire is certainly there, especially after losing and not being able to get that three-peat. Colorado broke a streak of early exits. Can the Toronto Maple Leafs be a team that does the same? I certainly hope that they can be. I think all of Canada uh, hopes that for the sake of those fine people up north. And the odds imply bookmakers think that it's very possible as well. As our good friend Nick Alberga, friend of the show, tweeted last night, though, when these numbers opened, how the Leafs, a team that's won, uh, that hasn't won a single playoff series in 18 years, that hasn't won a Stanley Cup final since 1967, have the second best odds on the board at 8-1. to one. It's unbettable. Um, so with that said, let's find some that maybe are a little bit more bettable. Um, the Edmonton Oilers, 20-1. to one. I love this team. And if they finally become capable of having a starting goaltender, they could really be a different level team. You just can't have Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen as your only options here. The fact that they made it to the Western Conference Final without a starting goaltender tells you the type of talent they have offensively. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl led all players in the postseason in points, and they didn't even make the final. Um, That's something that clearly needs to be rectified. Mike Smith, 40 years old, lets in inexcusable goals. John Gibson is somebody who's been rumored as an option. St. Louis reportedly pitched Jordan Bennington as a trade option for teams around the league, so I don't know who it is, um, but that is obviously going to be the most significant position needed to upgrade 
for the Edmonton Oilers. And 20 to 1 odds is pretty intriguing. Also, they need to try to upgrade defensively a bit and find a solution for Evander Kane, um, who is set to be an unrestricted free agent. Could Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights, be poised for a bounce back under Bruce Cassidy? Another good question. The Vegas Golden Knights, 14 to 1 odds, far and away the best preseason odds that we have seen for this team since year one when they went to an improbable Stanley Cup final. Pete DeBoer got a real bad break, I think we can all admit, with the number of star players with significant and lengthy injuries this past season. But some things Bruce Cassidy is known for that I think will be very valuable to the Vegas Golden Knights are that he's a coach that gets the most out of veterans. This is a veteran-laden, older team, the Vegas Golden Knights, for, for the players that have, in terms of their star power. And he's also known for guiding a successful power play, which has been a glaring issue for the VGK the last couple of years. So that's just another thing to really keep in mind. I think that Vegas has a bright future next year. They have a lot of things they need to figure out from a a cap perspective. But general manager Kelly McCrimmon, for as much as I I told you guys I wasn't a fan of the decision to let go of Pete DeBoer, is very, very good at managing the cap. So something to keep an eye on there. But which NHL coaching change in general will have the biggest impact? You have Bruce Cassidy with the Golden Knights. You have Pete DeBoer, who is now the head coach of the Dallas Stars. But uh, John Tortorella, Lambert, uh, the list will go on because there are still some vacancies that need to be hired. But another very interesting storyline we need to keep tabs on that we will get back to later. Remember, everybody, a ton of Eason shows, including this one, My Guys in the Desert, are available now in podcast form. You can download on your own time, become a subscriber, today of my guys in the desert or vsin's best bets when we come back here on the program jimmy vaccaro and Vinny maiulo how was the cup result for the book a few mlb splits that aren't on the same page and one memory from those guys you're gonna want to hear about it is the 25th anniversary of something very special coming up tomorrow At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for just $19 to get everything VSIN has to offer from now through the end of July. July, sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily picks, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and more. So if you want the full VSIN experience, which also features our daily email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, and use of our betting tools and video live stream whenever you want it. Just 19 bucks. Become a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash summer. Stormy Tony rolling along on My Guys in the Desert. Time for Splitsville. A few MLB totals where the handle majority and bets on different sides here, it's three games we're going to take a quick look at, starting with the Pirates-Nationals, total 9.5, 83% of handle on the over, but 71% of tickets taking the under. And I do, I lean over here, the Nats with Eric Fetty on the hill, uh, Pirates pitcher Miguel Yair, not great, he was a late add here, regardless, the lack of quality options for their staff as a baseball staff. Four, five, six, team ERA, a number that's worse on the road. I think Washington's offense should do some damage today, and the Pirates' offense you would think would contribute just a little against Fetty. His lone start against Pittsburgh earlier this year was a 7-2 win, so solid. But before holding the Orioles scoreless last Tuesday, he allowed four runs per game his previous four starts, and the Pirates' bats are averaging five per over the last two weeks. So I could see 10-plus getting there. Twins-Guardians total eight, 58% of the handle under, 55% of tickets over, so still pretty split. Uh, another over, though, that's piqued my interest here because of this pitching matchup specifically, Sonny Gray and Tristan McKenzie on their respective hills. In a rematch from last week, I know Sonny Gray has been great for the season, but the last time these two played against each other, it was an 11-10 final. Both teams individually clearing this number. McKenzie went four and a third, giving up six runs on nine hits. Gray went four, allowing four runs. So both guys are better than that day. But I like the over. It's five and two across Cleveland's last seven games, five and three the last eight meetings between these two. And last one, Rangers, Royals over eight and a half, 52% of the handle, under 53% of tickets over. And I keep on siding with the handle here, but this one is on the under. Um, four straight unders for the Rangers. KC's games have gone under eight of the last 10. The Royals ranked 27th in the league and runs scored. Taking on lefty Martin Perez in his 192 ERA. Texas offense, not exactly stellar either, ranking 20th in baseball. So that's where I stand on those things. Excited, as always, to welcome in Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maiulo, my guys at the South Point Sports Betting Hall of Famers. Welcome in. It has been a busy weekend, fellas. You got the Stanley Cup final coming to an end yesterday with the Avs, the College World Series, having a national title in Ole Miss, and so much more in Major League Baseball and beyond. How are things on your side of the counter? 
Well, it was pretty good, kid. You know, really, uh, with the hockey, it, a month ago, we couldn't stop taking bets on the favorite, just kept pushing it up to series price, series price. But the last day and a half, it was all dog money, which was incredible. I didn't think it would be that much. We actually ended up winning the series price. And the uh, game, I think it was game four, game five, we had a guy come in bet like uh, close to 100000 I think, yeah. uh, on the favorite game, there. So five, uh, we yeah. did good. The baseball actually hasn't been bad. The Dodgers lose once in a while, so do the Yankees. <laughs> so uh, a, a fortunate you know, so far this summer, kid. We're still open, Stormy. So all your tickets, uh, yeah, don't worry, don't worry about it. We're, you're going to get paid. We're going to be all right. You're a couple of gems. Appreciate you. Yeah, uh, for the Yankees and Dodgers, they do lose every now and then, but not very often. So there you go. Uh, now that the NBA and NHL seasons are over, though. And they're in every parlay today. And they're in... And- <laughs> And That's both of them are in every parlay today. No, no of shot. course they are. Of course they are. Especially after the Yankees pull off a run line win. Aaron Judge is just incredible, that guy. <laughs> um, but can you take me through who some of the favorites are now that the NBA and NHL seasons are for next year? Because I know you guys get ahead of it right away. Yep, uh, they're up. I'll give you the top five in each, Stormy. So in the NBA, no shock, right? The uh, the Warriors are the favorite uh, to repeat as NBA champs uh, at six to one, and you got, believe it or not, the Clippers at seven. And then there's a group, you know, the Celtics, Nets, and Bucks are right there too, anywhere from eight to ten to one. Of course, what's going to impact that is, uh, you know, free agent signings, uh, and you know, uh, and and the uh, probably the biggest one, and you know, it, it's it's going to be who opts in and who opts out, right? Uh, particularly with the Nets situation with Kyrie Irving, and then Kevin Durant. So there'll be a ripple effect uh, coming uh, from that. In the NHL, more free agents, uh, uh, free agency as well, particularly with teams you mentioned in your previous segment about uh, dealing with cap space. Uh, abs, abs are uh, uh, nine to two here, plus four fifty mm-hmm. at the South Point. Uh, Toronto, eight to one, uh, followed by uh, the Vegas Golden Knights and Tampa Bay Lightning at ten, and the Carolina Hurricanes at uh, twelve to one. So. Uh, We'll get the uh, get the future book up early and get uh, get folks interested. See if uh, they want to do any any early Christmas shopping. You know, you know, uh, future bets make good stocking stuffers. That they do. We'll see if the Maple Leafs can finally get over the hump. It's always pretty incredible to me how short their yeah. odds are in the preseason, and then they just can't get out of the first round. It's got to be so frustrating. And obviously, you know, we mentioned a little Major yep. League Baseball off the top there. We saw the bench brawl yesterday. A brawl that happened. Tomorrow, 25 years ago tomorrow, um, is on the top of mind right now. The infamous Mike Tyson bite, Evander Holyfield. Insane to think that it's been that long, but I I wanted to get your guys' take on what that moment was like watching it live years ago as a bookmaker, what it was like. Take me into some of those memories. So incredible. That's 25 years tomorrow. (laughs) Wow. 25 years. Well, first of all, if you were here from like we were from like 1979 to like uh, 99, it was the greatest 20 years of boxing matches we've ever seen as far as attendance, as far as like people making uh, bets on, on the fights was incredible. And you played lucky to some degree. I ran a little sports book because Michael Gaughan's first casino on the Royal Lynn was between the uh, Stardust and the Hilton. Well, that night, a guy named uh, Muhammad Ali was fighting uh, Leon Spinks with the teeth missing. <laughs> and uh, I closed the book and I ran from the Royal Inn down to the Hilton and I got in a side door. So I was there when uh, Ali lost to, to, to Leon Sphinx, which was incredible. And all the other things you can uh, run up, but 
first of all, I enjoyed it. I can't ever tell you what it was like. I can tell you this. If you were there for Hearns Hagler, you would never, ever, ever forget that night. I'll tell you, Stormy, uh, when you, you think back and how fast 25 years have gone, again, this was the second fight between Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson. Uh, of course, Mike Tyson was a huge favorite. Uh, 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 the previous seven months before in uh, in their first fight, uh, and it was probably the worst beating, uh, boxing beating, I know for me personally, because uh, he was in, in excess of a 20-to-1 favorite in many places. I didn't even open it that high when I was at Caesars, but couldn't couldn't hardly get any money on Mike Tyson in that first fight. Of course, Evander Holyfield wins it. They, they rush and get the rematch uh, seven months later. But by the way, remember this. That first fight was actually supposed to take place in 1991. So Tyson Holyfield won was supposed to take place in 1991. What happened uh, was that Mike Tyson, he got injured during training. I think he had a rib or a cartilage injury, and he could not. Uh, the fight didn't go off. And, of course, uh, things happened to Mike Tyson in his personal life that prevented it. So they finally fought in 96, in November of uh, 96. And then, of course, the rematch in 97, we o- opened it much uh, uh, much lower. It was a much more uh, competitive betting uh, betting line. Uh, but we still, uh, we still, uh, they still bet Holyfield. They loved Holyfield in that fight. And the controversy surrounding it, even though – it was a you know ruled a, a DQ a disqualification. You always had to have that uh, in your stipulations that a knockout or a TK whatever it included a disqualification. But so many people that had uh, Tyson felt that they should get their money back, uh, and uh, it of course uh, it didn't happen. It wound up going into the uh, into the decision, but it was it was it was quite uh, quite a bit of pandemonium uh, when that uh, when that uh, result occurred. There's always something with the boxing. Now, I believe the first fight back when Mike got out of prison was a guy named Peter McNeely, when, who, when who, I think, who I think I could have beat. <laughs> I mean, he was there, and, and he had, like, these high socks, and had this beanie cap on, like Dave Koken wears, and, and there it was. So, young lady, and I'm sure your uncles and your fathers and whatever can give you the same type of feedback that we're giving here right now, but I'm telling you, it was just incredible time. Now, I know they box today, but you know what? I can't get into it like I once did. No, that's when it was as big as it gets. I remember that moment specifically, like even my entire childhood, I feel like for just years and years and years, the Mike Tyson bite was just a topic of every conversation for such a long time. It was a, it was a joke here. It was a serious thing. Don't make me go there. Can you imagine being the referee in the ring at that time? Insane. Oh, it was, yeah. And then, you know, everybody was trying to figure out what was, you know, what the ruling was going to be. Because if you remember, too, it didn't happen right away. I mean, it was, yeah. there were tr- people were trying to figure out what was happening. Vander Holyfield was screaming and he's holding his ear. He's got blood pouring out of the side of his head. And people were trying to figure out exactly what happened. He was, you know, they bit, he bit me. He bit me. It was, it was <laughs> It was chaos. That fight uh, that was at the uh, the MGM Grand Garden. We're, uh, we're up uh, against it here, guys. But Both I'm fights a, actually. Took I'm going to have to get your opinion, whether it's next time on the show or another day. If there was anything that you guys, what learning lesson it took for you guys to have that DQ in your rules? Because I know when we've talked about the Super Bowl in the past, you know, you have these learning lessons that make you eventually change a rule later. Thank you guys so much for the time, and, and I'll get to that next time. Okay. Always take care. 
They're the best over there at the South Point. Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maiulo. When we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, we're going to turn our attention to a few NFL futures. Julian Edlow, content specialist and betting analyst over at DraftKings, has a few divisions he likes, has a few win totals. So we'll get to all those here in just a little bit. Don't go anywhere. This is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back here to My Guys in the Desert. This segment brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh new way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free, and they're made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn's available in 10 varieties and two strengths. Three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six for even more enjoyment. It's simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. Visit Zinn.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and find Zinn nicotine pouches near you. Zinn pouches are only for adults 21 and up who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bon and Tony with you back here live from downtown Las Vegas. Time for my favorite favorite in the AFC and NFC division odds. So which of these favorites in each conference am I the most high on? I think this is a fun exercise seeing what's bettable and what's not potentially in the AFC. Let's start there. Uh, Bills in the East, Chiefs in the West, Colts South, and the Ravens there in the AFC North. So the Bills, yes, Chiefs plus 175. That's a really good price on a great team. How could you not like it? Even with that division, likely being the best and most competitive in the league next year. Colts, I'm very interested to see what step forward they can take with a more reliable quarterback under center in Matt Ryan. But minus 125, while the Titans are still an attractive bet in the AFC South as well. Of the four, I think that I like the Ravens here the most in the AFC North, plus 175. If they stay healthy, they're going to be as dangerous a team as they come. Same plus 175 value as KC, but a much easier division. It's pretty much just a two-horse race there with the Bengals because you're assuming with the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson's going to miss the year and the Steelers should be pretty garbage. In the NFC, uh, in the East, Cowboys plus 130. I think I'd rather take the Eagles in that division, plus 160. The North, Packers minus 175. That's a number that will only grow, I'm sure. I think of this batch in the NFC. I like, they're my favorite favorite. But the Bucks in the South at minus 300 is too pricey, um, as probably as close to a lock to win on the board with Tom Brady coming back since that division is just so brutal. The Rams plus 175, I think that division's up for grafts in the NFC West. So yeah, I like the, the Packers and the Ravens as my favorite favorites in their respective divisions. Let's continue our NFL futures talk as we welcome in content specialist and betting analyst over at DraftKings, Julian Edlow, also host of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. What's going on, my man? I haven't talked to you since the NBA ended. So are, are you moving on? Have you been able to take that next step? How's it feeling? Are you okay? I miss you. I'm, I'm sorry about the Celtics. I don't know. I'm going all over the place right now. I'm fine. I'm fine. We're going to take the L. It's a young team, right? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are both under 25. Um, they're going to be back, just like the uh, 2012 Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Oklahoma City Thunder that never sniffed anywhere close to being back. But hey, um, Don't say that. The future is bright. The future is bright. <laughs> no, no. I'm being sarcastic. I, I feel good about what this Celtics team accomplished this year, and um, they should be in a good place. And yeah, I'm I'm now in that place where you know I'm a basketball and a football guy, so uh, 
baseball is cool. I don't know if I can do the daily grind. So I'm, as you said, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to all this great NFL and college football uh, futures. And even next year, NBA, we just had the NBA draft. I know we're going to touch on that. Yeah, absolutely. We, I saw you drop in some baseball bets on Twitter, though. So great that you're so multifaceted. But I did want to focus primarily on the NFL here. I just went through some of my favorite favorites in the different divisions. Is there a, a division that stands out to you as potentially some value where you can get in on a team early? Yeah, the one that I have bet and uh, my favorite favorite is the Indianapolis Colts in that uh, AFC South. Um, They were even money a a while back. They now sit at minus 125 on DK Sportsbook. I still think that's fine. I would play them to about minus 130 range. Um, I think we're overlooking a couple of things here. For starters, you take this division and there's not many you can do this with. You can just throw two teams out from the start. Like Mm -hmm. the Jaguars and Texans are not winning this division. Even if they have good seasons, you know, if the Jags go two, three wins over their win total, that's eight, nine wins. Houston, not going to get there. So we can toss two out the window. It's going to come down to Tennessee and Indy like it did last year. And then with Tennessee, A.J. Brown out, Julio Jones out. Um, There's just not as many pieces there on offense. And the defense, I know it gets the reputation of Mike Rabel, a good defensive player, a good defensive coach. The defense was nothing special at all last year. So you have this Colts team that was right on the cusp, got more pieces, got better on defense with a guy like Stefan Gilmore. And just the swap of Carson Wentz for Matt Ryan, I think is going to just be night and day for the Colts when it comes down to it. And that's going to be the difference maker. So I think the Colts at minus 25, uh, 125 is still a really good play to win the AFC South. Are you intrigued then by their win total as well, sitting at nine and a half? I know it is a little bit more juiced at a minus 140 price, but this is a team that won nine games last year with Carson Wentz, and they're still going to have that great O-line and Jonathan Taylor running the show offensively. Is that worth a look to the over? Yeah, it is. And it's getting, this one is getting to the point where the juice is, is somewhat unplayable. It's getting close. Minus 140 is maybe the last that I would touch it at. 150 is too far. Um, but this team should win ten, 10 games. Uh, like we just took those two teams in the division that we're throwing out. That should be good for four wins. Maybe it's three. It really should be four. Um, although the Colts, for some reason, always seem to lose down in Jacksonville. Uh, so watch out for that one. But they should split with the Titans. There's a chance this team gets five in the division. And then you go from there and they missed the playoffs last year. So a little bit easier of a schedule this season. Um, I think they should get to 10, 11 wins. I prefer the division bet partially because it's cheaper and partially because I'm just more confident dating the rest of the teams in the division but they should definitely get to 10 wins. I like that approach to the division specifically, just because I similarly had that thought process with the AFC North and the Ravens, because while maybe some people wouldn't say the Pittsburgh Steelers are are a toss out, I mean, they're the... Yeah, they're the longest shot for a very clear reason. They're not the Jags and Texans, but I mean, the the Steelers and of course, Deshaun Watson situation with Cleveland. I don't have any confidence that the Browns are going to get there without a solid quarterback. So that was my thought process there. I wanted to ask you about the Miami Dolphins as well. They're a team that mortgaged some draft capital to field a, a more win now team for Tua Tagovailoa and give him his opportunity as far as the division, as far as win totals for Miami, where do you see them coming through next year? Yeah. So the win total is now at nine on DraftKings Sportsbook, which I don't love as much. I think it was at eight and a half for a bit. Um, And who knows, maybe it takes some under money and, and goes back down. I love it at eight and a half because I think nine and eight is a really realistic outcome. 
at nine, I don't know if you want to lock your money up for the season and push it. And a 10 and seven season is kind of a tall ask, but I can see it as well. Um, so unless you're getting eight and a half on that win total, I'm looking to probably play this two different ways. On DK Sportsbook, you can play, you know, anywhere you th- you think a team is going to finish within the, the division. So the Dolphins, because the Patriots are still getting some love, the Dolphins are still plus 175 to finish second in this division. Um, and I think we all feel like the Buffalo Bills are going to get the AFC East. You can also take just in any order the top two teams in the AFC East to be Buffalo and Miami, and that's plus 110. Then even if Miami really shows up and wins the division and the Bills get second, you still win on that plus 110. Um, I just think this is a long way of saying Miami's better than New England. Uh, and it's close in the odds and prices. And I think when we start playing football, it's not going to be that close. Um, the Patriots lost a lot of talent, whereas Miami, I believe they're bringing back all 11 defensive starters. They finally have protection around Tua. So I know Tua gets knocked a lot, but we're going to find out this year if he's for real or not, because he's going to be protected. And then the development of Jalen Waddle another year and adding Tyree mm-hmm. kill. Like if you can't, score with this offense I, I don't know what's wrong um and it doesn't have to be all deep balls from Tua which is one of his weaknesses just screen passes to Hill and Waddle you those should score points and it's, um, it's clear but, with with uh Tyreek Hill's comments too that he he likes Tua he thinks it's gonna be a good him. start yeah yeah so I, I really think Miami's gonna have a good season go over eight and a half finish with nine or ten wins and be at least second in the AFC East Well, before we get out of here, I do want to get your opinion on some NBA drafts. It's such a crazy 24, 48, 72 hours of the odds market with the NBA draft for who is going to go number one overall. It ends up being Paolo Bancaro. What were some of your big takeaways from the draft last week? Well, first of all, that was mayhem, and I've never (laughs) seen anything like that, and I don't know if we ever will again in terms of odds movement. I tweeted out a chart of like where uh, Jabari Smith and Paolo Bancaro were in terms of odds just for the last 28 hours, uh, sorry, 24 hours leading up to the draft. And it was, it's one of the wildest charts you'll ever see. But yeah, I, I think, um, you know, in terms of rookie of the year bets, I think the favorite should be Ben Shero, and it is at plus 300. I don't think that's a bad bet. Um, I, chalky, but, you know, talent wins in, in the NBA. I think he's in a spot where he's going to, you know, see a lot of production. Um, in terms of a team that made out really well, just, the Pistons coming away with two lottery picks, essentially, that were way up there. You know, Jaden Ivey is the fourth best player in this class. They get him at five. They wanted Duran. They were considering Duran if um, Ivey had gone higher, and they get him in a trade at the end of the lottery. I think the Pistons made out really well here. Appreciate the time, as always, Julian. Yeah, we were talking to our guy, Dan Leach of the Detroit City Cast, obviously a big Pistons fan, and he was thrilled with the way they made out, as you can imagine. But appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again soon, okay? All right, anytime. Thanks, Stormy. I'm glad that he's healing up from his Celtics. I know our girl producer Steph, Stephanie Kamershack, is still reeling as well. But the future is bright, people, as is the end of our show. Very bright as we look ahead. We're going to talk some Major League Baseball to close things out here. Josh Towers, former big league pitcher, World Series champ. The New York Yankees will be with us in just a little bit in studio. Don't go anywhere. This is My Guys in the Desert on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Tony on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. We're wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert. And you guys know, we are in a society that wants to be rewarded now. So we're looking at an instant gratification prop coming up today in the MLB slate. And I know no run first inning has been hot the last three days, 27 and 18, but still under 500 for the season. And I've got a yes run first inning I really like today, and it's in the Guardians-Twins game. There was a run scored in two of the three games of this series when the two teams met last week, one of which was today's same pitching matchup of Sonny Gray and Tristan McKenzie. Carlos Correa hit a solo shot off McKenzie to get the day started. 11-10 was the final. In fact, McKenzie has allowed a first-inning home run ball in three of his last four starts. The Twins have also seen a yes run first-inning cash in five of their last seven games, so that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I think we're going to get it. Yes run, first inning. Do it. 
Twins Guardians. Uh, excited to continue our Major League Baseball conversation. Nine games ahead in the Major League Baseball slate as we bring in VEASAN's own Josh Towers, also former league big league pitcher. Uh, you've seen him on many a program, obviously, here on the network, betting across America, odds on the run line on Sunday nights. What's going on, Josh? Thanks for joining us. Storm, what's up? How are you? Good. Always good to have you on. I got to get right off the top. Biggest moment of the weekend, the Yankees walk-off statement win, compliments of Aaron Judge, the Bryce Harper injury, or the brawl. Mm. Biggest moment for you. <laughs> well, um, wow, Storm, those are three good ones. I know. Uh, it showed us how good Houston is, but it also showed us the fight in the Yankees. Uh, Bryce Harper's injury is massive for the Phillies, but it's also massive for the game. Uh, I mean, he was on pace to potentially win uh, MVP again. Uh, the fight was my favorite thing. I got to be honest. I was involved in a lot of fights in my day, and um, I still can't figure out why they threw it Seattle twice. I think they threw it at J-Rod, and then obviously they hit Winkler. Clearly obvious. Like, you can tell when somebody's being hit on purpose. My favorite thing about it was Winkler went after the manager of the Angels, and, and, and that makes me happy. Like, sometimes it's not the player. You can tell that the player, the pitcher hit him on purpose, but 100%, you can tell that he didn't want to. Like, there's a lot to body language. So I love the fact that Winkler went after the Angels manager. I just wish he would have punched him in the face. Oh, my gosh, shots fired. There are a lot of, like, yeah. in, in baseball, there are a lot of those, like, fake fights kind of and, like, hey, I'm going to come yeah. for you and put my angry face on. This was legit. Like, when's the last time that you remember a legit benches clearing in this way that, I mean, the delay took, like, 18 minutes. He's coming back out throwing seeds on the field. Uh, yeah, I don't know what Iglesias is doing either. Right? I don't know why he's not sitting down in the bullpen where he belongs. Um yeah, that was the whole thing about baseball, right? We get a lot of tough guys that don't do anything. Very rarely do we see punches. I don't know the last time. I know when, when, you know, when I was in Toronto and I drilled Alex, we had a lot of punches, uh, whether it was in Toronto or back in New York a couple of years later. There was a lot of punches being thrown in that scrum. And I loved every bit of it because sometimes they need to be thrown. Again, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's just frustration. Both teams are losing. I don't know what Nevin did, but I, I'm glad that, that, again, Winkler went after the right person. Absolutely. Here with Josh Towers at No Don't Josh on Twitter, former big league pitcher, host here at VSIN. Let's look into today's slate a little bit. The game I was talking about off the top Twins, Guardians, Sonny Gray, and Tristan McKenzie. Uh, the Guardians' lead in the AL Central was very short lived. Now they're two games back. What do you make of tonight's action? <laughs> so what happens when you lose a few in a row, right? Drop yep. four in a row. Minnesota's doing pretty well with a couple. Seems like shutouts the last few days or something. But, um, this is a weird one for me. Like, I get what you're saying about the first inning. Yes, uh, betting a run. I'm a big fan of that, especially if you get plus money. I love those. With that said, you usually don't have two good games or two bad games in a row versus the same team. And both these teams got rocked the other day versus the same team they're facing today. So I actually expect a much better pitching matchup today. I hope so. Um, just not in the first inning. You can do whatever you want after that. Just the first <laughs> inning for me is what's important. Uh, how about Red Sox Blue Jays here? The Sox have been super hot lately, one seven in a row, which just included three straight to the Guardians, um, who have been playing some better baseball lately despite that result. But big matchup in the standings. The Blue Jays haven't been your, your typical Blue Jays squad this year, but a big minus 180 favorite today. Yeah, I mean, again, they're, they're, the Blue Jays are eight games over 500, and they're in fourth place. This the division is loaded. Baltimore's playing well as well. Uh, you, you can't go three and seven and ten and expect to gain any ground. The pitching for the Toronto Blue Jays has to step up. I mean, this just goes to show you that offense is not the way to win in the major league level. Angels prove it every year. The Blue Jays are proving it right now. 
you have to pitch. And, and the Yankees are pitching. Boston's doing a pretty good job of it as well. Uh, Gosman has been too inconsistent. He's not a real number one, so to put that pressure on is already tough. Barrios has been a no-show, and they can't figure out Yusei Kikuchi. So you got three of your, your five or six starters that are struggling, two for sure, and you're still eight games above 500. That's pretty dangerous, man. I mean, it's a pretty good place for the Blue Jays to be. But, again, if, if this team wants to win, those three guys have got to lock it in. So I, I get a little bit nervous. And then you got Seabold. I know he has an appearance in the big leagues this year, but one I think it was, and, and he's been dealing in AAA for Boston, but he's coming into the right time with the, with the winning team. Um, I, I think the Blue Jays should be favored in this game, but I'm not – I'm not, you know, rushing to the book to jump on. Yeah, heavy price there with Gosman on the hill. Can, can either a team of these teams catch the Yankees? Like, I look at the Red Sox and what they've done. A team that started the year 10 and 19. They've now won 19 of their last 23. And they're still how far back in the standings? It's crazy. And no, yeah, no one talks about how great they've been, right? Um I, I mean, it's an 11-game difference, right? I, I don't know. I mean, the Yankees... Whether the offense no-shows and it shows up for one and they still win because the pitching always seems to keep them in it. Again, the Yankees are winning by pitching, not offense. And, and I know that the pitching doesn't get the credit they deserve because we like to post the 3-1 walk-off homers as if that was the game winner, and it wasn't. So I, I, I don't know. I just think that the Yankees pitching has been so unbelievably awesome that it's going to be hard to catch them. Absolutely. The, the Yankees have the A's today. They're minus 135 on the run line, so that shows you what the odds makers <laughs> think of both of those teams. But you've got Paul Blackburn. Hey, his, go ahead. It's not a walk in the park today. Like, I mean, I, I get it. You got the Oakland, who's 25 wins and 49 on the season, but in Montgomery, I, I like Montgomery. I get what the A's. Like, here, here's my thing. What, what's the line storm? It's like 300 probably, I'm guessing. 280 last I saw. Right, Blackburn's been legit. This kid can flat out pitch. He's six and three on a on a team that's twenty four games below five hundred. Montgomery doesn't get a lot of run support, and it's easy after this last series against Houston. That's a playoff matchup series with you got the best of the best going out to have a massive letdown against the Athletics. Listen, if there's any value in this game, it's on Oakland. Okay, good to know. I just uh, it's so hard to bet against the Yankees, Josh. Just like it's so hard to. Just like it's so hard to bet an under in the Yankees games, although sometimes it's the right play, but it's just so hard with the bats, especially Aaron Judge doing what he's doing. He's obviously big favorite for AL MVP, uh, minus 115, and odds on favorite at this point in the season is pretty significant. But you're going to say Shohei, aren't you? Well, I, I, I want somebody to please explain to me how Aaron Judge is a big favorite. Like, for MVP, what has he done? He's got six homers more than everybody else, and that's it. Like, well, I, I don't understand what he's so massively favorited about. Listen, listen, Josh, I I was just going to say, I'm not Mike Palm. I'm not going to get into the Shohei (laughs) argument with you. I'm on your side. I just don't get Aaron Judge as a favorite. I don't understand it. I know it's popular. He gets more play. The Yankees are always on television and catch the highlights on every network in America. So, like, by default, he's in our face more, but he's not the MVP right now. I certainly, so I like Aaron Judge and I'm a big fan of everything that he's done. My question with Shohei, how much do you buy into the he gets the extra days off argument for pitching? I know that's a big thing that a lot of people try to say with Aaron Judge having the performance that he has had to this point. Yeah, he got the extra days off last year too. I, I just don't get it. I mean, again, listen, if we're being realistic about what the MVP means, Shohei Otani is the most important player to his team in any, any it just, it's not even close. But even I'll take Shohei out, you got Aaron Judge. Uh, listen, 294, 2856, I love it. Jordan Alvarez has him by 18 points and not too far off at homers and RBIs. 
Um, it's just, there's, there's so many people that are close to that to where Aaron judge is the walk away right now is just not realistic. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would agree that walk away is tough at this point in the season. Like we're yeah. not even to the all-star break yet, but I under, I, I personally do see why he's favored, but you're the former, uh, former major leaguer. <laughs> I believe your opinion a hell of a lot more than I believe mine. One last one before we let you go. Dodgers Rockies today, Tyler Anderson and Chad Cole on the Hill Dodgers, a big fa- Similarly, even a huge run line favorite in this game. What do you think? Yeah, uh, it's Colorado, so you know that kind of changes things a little bit. I think that they've been playing a little bit better baseball. Uh, T. Anderson going back, right? I mean, he mm-hmm. played there, if I'm not mistaken. Is that going to affect him a little bit, or is he going to be the same cool, collected guy? He did pitch there once this year already, but that was opening day, so it was a little bit different. Um, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to lay two two ladies. It's just. It's not my thing, but I also don't trust the Rockies and Cole. I mean, it, to me, it might be a little stay away piece. It's been really surprising to me. I mean, as somebody who works in who works in hockey and covers a lot of hockey games, we see huge favorites. But the amount of just significantly pricey favorites we've seen in Major League Baseball this year has been insane to me. But thank you, Josh, as always, for the time. I will be picking your brain plenty more throughout the back half of the season. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. That's our guy, Josh Towers. You can check him out. Uh, he's on, like, basically every program here on the network at some point. Give him a follow as well, at No Don't Josh, as well as the run line on Sunday nights when he's there with Ben Wilson and Adam Burke. That's a wrap for today's edition of My Guys in the Desert. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are coming up next. Don't go anywhere on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.